Love this segment. The whole purpose of Do You Mind If I Ask is to get people on who uh, have different lives um, to us, maybe whether it's religious or they're living with different things, that are a bit taboo to talk about. So we get them on. We let you on 131060 ask any question that you like because these people want to break down the walls in society and make it something that everyone is informed about. Indeed. Yes, and we're joined by Chris, who is a man that has been living with HIV for 30 years. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Abby. Now, and Matt. Good morning. There is a, uh, and this is one reason why we wanted to have a chat to you because you sent a, a list, and there is a list of language do's and don'ts where there is like sixteen points in there, and you must have a lot of frustration of people, I guess, talking about HIV incorrectly. Yeah, look, that's true, Abby. I think um, HIV remains one of the most uh, stigmatized uh, conditions that people have, and I think language is really powerful um, in how we you know, talk about people uh, living with HIV, that, you know, we don't label, stigmatise and discriminate against those people. Do you think that it's, um, because obviously when it came about in, in its prominence in the 80s, and it, there was a lot of fear around the Grim it, Reaper and, yeah, ads. all those ads, and then the, the popular movies that came out about it too, do you think there's like a section of society, or maybe most of society, are still stuck in that time frame with their ideas around HIV? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think I think you know uh, you know it's it's good that you mentioned the Grim Reaper, in particular. Uh, it, that's had a lasting legacy mm. in terms of informing uh, incorrectly how people view um, HIV these days, which has changed significantly over the last thirty years. So we've seen great progress in the uh, treatment um, of, of HIV over this time. The big one, um, when you talk about it as well, is differentiating between HIV and AIDS. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so that's a common misconception that, that people have. So HIV is a virus and it's the human immunodeficiency virus. And uh, AIDS is actually caused by HIV. So you can um, contract or acquire HIV, but you can't acquire AIDS. So AIDS is the end condition uh, when you haven't been uh, treated with um, medications that you will develop AIDS. So you can't contract um, AIDS, uh, you contract HIV. Okay. And is there a case now with medication, it's, it's so much more advanced than what it was and I guess your, your, the way that you live is so much um, more positive than other people previously have in a way. There is a, a case now that you were saying that you can not even be detectable for HIV. Yeah, so um, the treatment and management of HIV, as I said, has progressed so far these days that now we have a situation where taking treatment to manage HIV that you can lead a normal uh, life, a, a normal life expectancy. Mm -hmm. And uh, in addition to that, by taking medication, you can bring the levels of the virus to undetectable levels in the blood, which means with undetectable viral load, as it's often referred to, you cannot transmit HIV during sexual contact. So that's why we're really encouraging people who think that they may have been exposed to HIV to actually get tested. So if you get tested, you get treated, uh, you're going to live a normal life expectancy and you're not going to transmit um, HIV to your sexual partners. Mm -hmm. Most HIV is transmitted 
uh, by people that actually don't know they have the virus. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. When um, Charlie Sheen came out and uh, he kept it quiet for a long time, when he came out and talked about him being diagnosed, do you think that helped people in the community get the conversation talking more or...? Look, I think whenever public uh, figures come out and, and you know, talk about uh, their own, own diagnosis and experience of living with HIV, it does have an impact in terms of, you know, bringing awareness um, in community. Uh, HIV doesn't have a great um, profile always and uh, it's often been quite negatively portrayed. So I think any opportunity that uh, you know presents itself for, for people to have the conversation and raise awareness, um, of course, it provides better outcomes for individuals and helps address the stigma that uh, exists within community. Chris, are you ready for questions? I certainly am. <laughs> but you've been asked some wild things yeah. in the past. <laughs> I have indeed. I don't, well, I, yeah. Thirteen ten sixty is our number. If you have a question for Chris, a, a man that has been living with HIV for thirty years, fire away. Thirteen ten sixty is our number. Yeah, and don't be shy. Remember, this is about bringing the conversation to the forefront. So, yep. if there's something in your mind right now that you're thinking, I, I just, I would l like to know about that. Um, anything goes. Thirteen ten sixty. Chris takes your questions next. Forgive me for being so inquisitive. Do you mind? Do you mind? Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Let's break down some social norms right now, hey? That's what the segment's about, because we find that sometimes you, people don't even communicate because they're like, I don't know, want to offend people, but mm. I want to know more about it. And right now we're joined by Chris. Hey, Chris. G'day. A man who has been living with HIV for 30 years, and he is going to take any questions you have on it. Are you ready? I am. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So, Chris, in Springfield, what is your question for him? Uh, hi, Chris. Uh, my name's Chris. Um, do you mind if I ask, are you able to get life insurance? Oh, that's a really good question, um, uh, Chris. It, it depends uh, on the specific um, uh, insurance company uh, yep. and the circumstances uh, that uh, they will particularly um, ask. Uh, what yep. I can, uh, what I can say, and I can't pull the information directly uh, um, off, but uh, I'm aware of a publication that's that's been put together. Uh, which has been put together with the HIV AIDS Legal Centre in New South Wales, which is called a Disclosure Guide. Um, okay. So I'm quite, if you're happy to give your details uh, to the crew off air, I'm happy to provide you with a link to that, which will provide you uh, all sorts of information in terms of uh, the circumstances around which you will need to disclose your HIV status to uh, insurance providers. All right. Well, we'll put him, put him on hold. Uh, Peter is on the air. What would you like to ask Chris, who is living with HIV? Hi, Chris. Um, do you mind if I ask? My sister um, was 21 when she contracted HIV. Um, she's now 25. And I guess um, I just wanted to say firstly, thank you for um, being brave enough to come forward to talk about it. But I really want to know how I can support her. And, you know, do you have any advice for her? living with it. So she contracted HIV from her sexual, um, her second um, time having sex, basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thank you. That's a, that's a great question. Um, look, how you can support her uh, is just to be um, clearly the, the loving sister that you are. Uh, and, I mean, accept her for all uh, that she is. I mean, uh, the virus is uh, really 
uh, no different to having another chronic manageable illness like diabetes or something like that. So um, I think being there f- uh, for her uh, would be great. My advice um, uh, to her would be to uh, live your life to the fullest, uh, to reach out to um, other people living with HIV. There, there are uh, women um, support groups um, for people living with HIV so reach out to those groups to be amongst other peers uh, which are really important uh, to support um, her with her journey um, I'm sure that uh, uh, she, you know she'll through treatment I imagine um, she's taking treatment she'll have a, a normal life expectancy as well so um, just be the loving sister that you clearly are. I think that's Chris, uh, some good advice. I'm not saying her sister wants to have children now, but what, well, how has it changed for, for women being mm. able to have ch- children when they're living with HIV? Yes, so um, she will be able to have and conceive uh, children um, uh, living with HIV and there's virtually negligible risk that she will transmit HIV to uh, her child. So... Uh, providing that she's on treatment. So Mm. she can have a normal life, she can um, have children um, like anyone else in the community. It will not be an issue. All right. Uh, 131060, if you've got any questions for Chris, we've got Belle from Capera. Belle, you're on the air. Uh, Do you mind if I ask, if you were to cut your hand and it was bleeding, is it true someone could catch it if they were to shake hands with you? Absolutely not. (laughs) <laughs> so, so not even if okay. they had a cut or something like that because i think that's the myth yeah. isn't it it is the myth yeah so so basically there's a principle uh that is e and that is that the the virus must must exit the body of an infected person or a person living with hiv uh that is that has detectable viral load so that is that they're not on treatment mm-hmm. it then must survive in the environment it then must enter uh, the body of another person in sufficient quantities for there to be a transmission. Um, so that's a, a, a bit of a myth um, right. in that uh, you would uh, be able to transmit. So if, um, you know, you, you, you cut your your hand and the person you were shaking your hand with, they had an open wound and um, blood transmitted between or in, entered the wound of the other person, then there's a possibility that that may happen. But You'd want to the per, the source would have to be known, or the the person would have to be known to be living with HIV. Okay, Jared from Chermside, we've got Chris on, um, who's living with HIV. What's your question for him? Good morning, Chris. I've got a question. Yes, Jared. Um, I was just wondering. Say if you were at a bar and you were getting flirtatious with a lady or something, and you knew it was going to lead further, do you have to legally tell them that you have HIV, or is it just a common courtesy thing? Yeah, so there is no legal requirement to disclose your HIV status in that circumstance unless you you intend to have unprotected sex. So that is the law as it currently stands. Um, Basically, if that person had undetectable viral load and had unprotected sex with you, so that is that they're on treatment... Mm -hmm. Uh, and had unprotected sex with you. The as I said earlier, the there's virtually zero risk of transmitting the virus. However, the law as it currently stands still requires that person to disclose their status to you right. if they intend to have unprotected sex. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there's a there's a lot of different things going on, really, isn't there? That you got to be aware of, I guess. 
Absolutely, that's true. Well, uh, Chris, thank you so much for coming on this yeah, we morning. Appreciate it. Uh, you've been very open, and um, a lot of people have asked a lot of questions here. So you are living with HIV, and thank you so much for being a part of Do You Mind If I Ask this morning? It's my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me.